Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. What are you doing tonight? Probably watching more Downton. Are you still on Downton? Yep, we're still oh going. God. Nearly finished. You know what you need? Mm? A sex life. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time. Just so you know, the gin and Dubonne can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something dull. Hello, and fa- no, I'll tell you what, you do, you do this bit. You haven't, you haven't done the first bit before, have you? Well, not in my normal voice. I've, I've impersonated you. Yeah, do it in your normal voice, because let's face it, you are the better speaking one of us. Yeah. Right? right, go on, you do the first bit. You could go home, actually. Oh, cheers. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, when is it too early to start your Christmas shopping? And how do you deal with a poo that won't flush? (laughs) Poo! And of course, what should you do if you accidentally sexted your boss? But we are not your usual agony aunts. Are we Jordan North? Are we Jordan North? No, William, we're not. No, I would be a great British pound. You're a duffed-up old penny. That's harsh. Is it? A duffed-up old penny. I mean, I've got a thick skin, but... I'm going to come up with one. What are you going to say there? I'm going to come up with one for the next episode. Are you? No, William, I'm more Dick Van Dyke. You're more dickhead. Oh! <laughs> Pour us a gin into Bonnie. Right, there we go. Wait. Go on, get positive into Bonnie. Um, Could you reach? It's a bit far away. From what me. did your last slave die of? Bloody Nora. Answering back. <laughs> yes, man, that's a proper dad thing. Yeah. Go on, top us up there, pal. Lovely. Lovely. Cheers. Did you do anything for Bonfire Night last night? Yes, I had a guy last night. <laughs> You've been waiting for that all. <laughs> Just came to me, actually. Uh, I did it. Mm. Um, did you go and watch any firework displays? No. Was there any fireworks in your house last night? Uh, yeah, I said I didn't want to watch Downton. Mikey kicked off. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Bonfire Night? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I, I hate it less than Halloween. Mm. Remember, remember the 5th of November. In fact, tell you what, at school there was a boy who will remain nameless who in year four brought in a what we called a blinding laser. 
And, a laser pen. Yeah, laser pen. And the and he used to shine it at people. And we were really worried that we were all going to go blind, so we reported him. And that was on the 6th of November, so we came up with the rhyme, Remember, remember the 6th of November, the blinding laser plot. I see no reason why, name of boy, and treason should never be forgot. You grassed him in for having a laser pen? Yep. That is so... You it wasn't just me. It was my friends, uh, George, Ashley, Joe, Headmaster, Jacob. headmaster, I'm oh, we, all for... Please, we t- get some perspective. We didn't go to the headmaster, we went to the housemaster. What's the housemaster? Well, he was the master in charge of the house. Oh, my God. Like, seriously. Housemaster, housemaster, I'm frightfully sorry to bother you. Um, it's just that the boy that shall not be named for the podcast reasons has been shining a laser pen in my eyes and I'm afraid that I might go blind. He tried to add me on LinkedIn, actually, the other day, that particular boy. Do you know what I would have mm. said? What? Grow up and stop telling tales. We haven't toasted anyone. Oh, no, we haven't. Right, let's toast someone. Who should we toast to today? Um... Who, who, who... OK, I'll tell you what. Who in the world would you most love to meet anybody? Ooh. Would it be um, the Queen? No, I've no, d- t- been there, done that. Um, I would most like to meet Claudia Winkleman. Would you? Mm. I can't choose. I can't. Apparently, dis- she is very nice, although they do say don't meet your idols. Mm. She's not really an idol, but they always say don't meet the ones that you really want to meet. I can't decide between Barack Obama. Or Noel Gallagher. Very similar. Uh, I'll go for Barack. Yeah, I think so, he's done a bit more with his life. Hey! To Barack and Claudia. Barack and Claudia. Barack and Claudia. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. i tell you what I watched, right, recently. Mm. That new Michael Moore documentary, Fahrenheit 11.9. <laughs> Eye-opener. Depressed. I walked out of the cinema, I was depressed. Fahrenheit... Isn't it 9-11? There's 9-11 and his new one's 11-9. Right. I watched it recently. Eye-opener. Is it? Mm. Do you know, right, I'm not just saying it, okay, I'm not just saying it, I... Just be careful with your gin and... I remember I was on air the morning that Donald Trump got elected and about a month before I was saying he's going to get in because my friends... uh, a bit of like he's really into his American politics and he came for some drinks in Preston I was still living in Preston at the time went out for some drinks and we were talking about the American election because I remember in 2016 everyone was talking about it and everyone was saying oh Hillary's yeah, going to win still going on about it Hillary's going to win it blah 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 and my mate uh, his sister campaigns for the Democrats and he was telling me all these things and he like opened my eyes and he was like honestly I think he's going to get in and I was like oh you're talking crap and I remember like going away from it and thinking he's going to get in isn't he he's going to get in everyone thought it was mad but that's my mm. That's probably going to get cut out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Fake news! So... That was awful. Do your Donald Trump impression. I don't have a Donald Trump impression. Fake news! Can so, you do any impressions? Do an impression. Of who? Don't do Northern Ireland. Do an impression of... I can do an impression of Charlie Chaplin. Go on. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> who can I do an impression of that won't get me sacked? Um, Tell me, do, do an imp- why don't you do an impression of producer Ben? Do you want me to do an impression of producer Ben? Yeah, go on. Right, well, when producer Ben talk sports again. When producer Ben's normally, he speaks a bit like this, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, right, have you got you have you got your sheets ready, guys? Um, John, right, you're really annoying me. Hang there, I, uh, right, guys, just wait there, because like my curtain hairs in my eyes here. Um, like it's 1996. Right, have you got have you got? Your she- it looks like Spider from Coronation Street. <laughs> Google if you don't know who Spider. 
Do you remember Spider from Corrie? Vaguely. He used to play didgeridoo in Tanya's, in Les Battersby's back garden. <laughs> oh, my God, Spider from Was Corrie. Was he with a Y? I think so. He used to go out with... He went out with... Toya, Toya. He went out with Toya. Toya Battersby. So, yeah, this is my uh, Ben um, impression. Like, uh, he wears baggy... Him? Yeah, that's Spider. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I think that's grossly unfair on Spider. <laughs> uh, have you got all your prep ready, guys? Do you know what you're talking about? Clearly not, because we're just talking shite here. And then he goes on TalkSport, mm. and uh, he goes on, he's like, Oh, mate, yeah, Benny, massive Stoke City fan, you know what I mean? So, you know, we, we want to get promoted this season, but, you know, it's, it's a tough division, it's the championship, mate. And I've, I can, I've said to the missus, mate, I've said to the missus, right, if, if Stoke don't go up this season, I'm leaving you. That's what I said to her, mate. That's what I said to her. Shall we move? Just move on. Shall we move on? We yes. really need to start planning these... <laughs> these chats, These yes. chats on um, what we're going to talk about. Look, Gene Divas, if you want our help with anything, then you can send us a message on Twitter, on Instagram, we're at sextedmyboss, or you can send your tales of woe to help at sextedmyboss.com. And and especially letters. I haven't replied to uh, any any letters uh, in the last week. Oh, so yeah, we've not had any letters. Keep them coming. I genuinely do reply. If you think I don't, you don't even have to ask a question, to be perfectly honest. Just write in. And I'll respond. Yeah, just write in. Obviously, if you would like me to respond, please put a return address on, because we're not mind readers, we're not psychic, we don't have access to the government's database, so please put your return address on. Write in blood and semen just for crack, that'd be really funny. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the address is on the website, sexinmyboss.com. Don't write in semen, just write in blood, that'd be funny. Um yeah, the address, if you want to write a letter, is uh, sextedmyboss.com. This episode is all about dress to impress. And I see you've uh, taken that literally today. William, there's nothing wrong with jeans and a T-shirt. No. So what does your T-shirt say? NYC. Which stands for New York City, baby. Right. Have you been? No. <laughs> <laughs> so why, the, why on I've, earth are you wearing a T-shirt? I've been to Frankie and Benny's. That's not New York City. Yeah, but it's like that New York vibe, isn't it? It really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's like going, oh, I've gone to Italy. Why? Where have you been? Pizza Express. <laughs> I've been to Italy. Have you? Yeah, I went when I was younger. Wh- which bits did you go to? I can't remember. It was... Uh... We went to Venice for the day. You went to the... Venice? Yeah. <laughs> you went to Venice? That's Italy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went, we went for the day. I remember being on one of... Went from the day? What, from Britain? No, we were staying like somewhere, like a resort. We went when we lived in Germany. We went okay. on one of those canal boats. A gondola. Is that what... Yeah, it is a, a gondola. A canal boat. A canal boat. It's not the Manchester to Liverpool canal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, this episode's all about dress to impress because I think, mm. if you're listening, you're going to find this episode very interesting because William is the UK's leading etiquette expert. Thank and you. he's 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 got some really good tips and advice on this. And I often ask you about certain things about. You don't listen, but you ask. Dressed in, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Um, right, first question: dressed to impress. Mm. What is black tie? Can you actually wear a black tie? Because a lot of people do that at black tie. A black events. necktie. Yeah. No. Okay. Black neckties are for funerals. A lot of people do it. You watch the Oscars, you watch uh, the National Television Awards, yep. or anything like that, and they're all wearing black neckties. That is not correctly black like tie. Like a glitzy black tie as yeah. well. And normally skinny, which With makes sparkles. it even worse. Black tie is a black 
bow tie. It's what we in Britain would call a dinner jacket. It's what in America it would be called a tuxedo because supposedly why it's called a tuxedo in America is because a chap called Griswold Lorillard at the end of the 19th century turned up at the Tuxedo Park Club. Tuxedo Park is an actual place. It's like Central Park. It's called Tuxedo Park. He turned up wearing what sort of looks now like black tie uh, because he got very bored of wearing white tie, which is the more formal, longer version of black tie, and everyone was horrified. They thought, oh my gosh, this is awful. And then several years later, they went, yeah, you might have had a point. And so it was named as the tuxedo. So that's why they call it tuxedo in America, but over here we just call it the dinner jacket. In Britain, we think it's the Prince of Wales, who latterly became Edward VII, who turned up at a casino in Monte Carlo wearing a, a condensed version of white tie. Everyone went, oh! <gasps> Yes, but he is going to be king, so we've got to copy him. And that's so there are two so depending on which side of the pond you're on, there are two different sides to the story. See, I'm not taking them in now. That is like fascinating. Thank you. Really good knowledge. So black ties, a tuxedo, a black dicky bow. Bow tie. Do you not call it a dicky bow? No. Okay. Um, what's white tie then? Is that mo- even more formal? Yes, that's the most formal evening dress code. And what, when, when would you wear white tie? In this day and age, state banquets, the ambassador's reception at Buckingham Palace, which is actually happening in a few days, weeks. Um, it always happens roughly in November. Um, gala dinners, but that's probably it now. Yeah. Have you ever worn white tie? Yes. Have you? It's called white tie because there's a white bow tie. Correctly, white tie is called full evening dress and even uh, black tie is just called evening dress. Fascinating. And I'm not taking... <laughs> no, that weren't meant to sound oh, sarky. Oh, sincerity. No, it was, it was. What is smart cash? Smart casual? Uh, well, smart casual is no denim. So it would be a chino or ah, an action slap or something right. like that. Then it's a shirt, open neck shirt for a man and yeah. a jacket, sports jacket. For ladies, it could be a blouse with a jacket, with a skirt, or with trousers. It could be a dress. There are fewer rules for ladies, to be perfectly honest. But you need to make look like you've made a bit of an effort. Mm. It's not a, what you are wearing now: a t-shirt and jeans. And as as comfortable as you look is not smart casual. Smart casual for me is I'd wear dark jeans. So I'd wear like black skinny. No, jeans. no jeans. Then they don't or dark jeans. No jeans. I'd wear shoes and I'd wear either a shirt and maybe a, a jacket, like a blazer. Yeah, that's fine. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, a recent picture of me at the Teen Awards, that was pretty smart cash and that was like my... Inter- I don't think the Teen Awards are smart casual. However, I did wear trainers, but that's... Well, that's not smart casual. What do you think casual. of that? Describe what I've got on. Was that before you changed? That was what I wore. So I've got... I've got what, what are those? Well, that's not... You're not wearing a blazer. You're wearing a shirt and you've got a shirt underneath. You're not wearing two shirts. No, it, I'm not wearing two shirts. It's a jacket. And that shirt's a collarless shirt. What Jackets they... have either two or three buttons. You have got one, two, three, four, it's five, a, six. It's a smart that is a jacket. Shirt. From, from... No, Jordan, you look very together in this photograph. Mm-hmm. If you were going to a mosh pit, you're all a ready mosh to go. Pit. No, but that is not smart. What casual. are those shirts called? We have the collars on. Crap. <laughs> Collarless shirt. A granddad collar shirt. Is that what they're called? A granddad collar yes. shirt. Um, yeah, I thought it'd look good there. Um, no, Joe, you do, but not for smart casual. That would, to me is like you've got. I think you've got to kind of play it by ear and see. My, I always like ring around and see what everyone else is wearing. Right, okay, this is this is a good example, right? Mm. You get an invitation for a friend's 30th and it's smart casual yep. and it's at a golf club, right? 
What's wrong with that's posh where I'm from? Who's having a 30th at a golf club? Oh, I've been a 60th at a golf club. I've been, no, I've been to a couple of 30ths at a golf club. So there you were, nice jeans, a 30, jacket. What, 30th wedding anniversary? No, on an open shirt. If I get told to wear Smart Casual for the Teen Awards, which mm. where you got to look pretty cool, got to look on brand, wear your jeans, your trainers, smart trainers, nice shirt and a jacket. Is there anything between black tie and Smart Casual? Oh, yes. What? So really, if you if we start at the top of the tree, it's white tie, morning dress, black tie, lounge suits, smart casual, come as you are, pajamas. What a ca- what's casual? Just what you. Well, that. Point. That's... I'm pointing at Jordan. That. Morning suits. Wedding, morning morning dress, not a morning suit because nothing matches. A suit is two or more things that match. Uh, morning dress is basically what you would wear to uh, royal weddings, very mm-hmm. smart weddings, very smart funerals, garden parties. That sort of thing. Okay. Um, you know it's a quality wedding if you're in morning dress. What about shoes, right? Because there's a big argument about what sort of shoes. You sh- when should you wear brown shoes? When shouldn't you wear brown ah, shoes? Yes. With a suit. Oh, go on. Uh, brown shoes for the country. Black shoes for towns. So you shouldn't wear brown shoes for a wedding? Well, if it's in the country and you're in a country tweedy suit, fine. Oh, no, I think brown sho- brown brogues go really nice with a, a blue suit, like a, a navy blue. No. I'll show you. I wore it. No, I know the photo in question, Jordan. I know what you're going to... I had to have a lie down when I saw you. it. Are you serious? Don't please... Basically, that, shoes you can't see the shoes there, but that's... that's. I've got... What would you call... Because this was at a wedding. What? what, what, what I'm wearing... You're wearing... Well, I'm wearing tails there, aren't I? Which is technically morning dress. Um, your chap next to your left, who's he? <laughs> that's the groom. Right, that's Rick. the groom. Technically, he's more in morning dress because his waistcoat is not matching anything else. Okay. So, thus, he's in morning dress, whereas actually all your sort of... What colour would you say that morning dress is? It's not navy, it's sort of a slightly lighter than navy. I wore brown shoes with that. Did you? Yeah. Um, Well, never mind. So you don't wear brown shoes? No. Black shoes? Black shoes always with the suit on morning dress. Is it okay now a lot of people are wearing, like, Chelsea boots with suits? No. No? No. And, like, uh, you're seeing these buckle-type shoes, you know the ones I mean? Yeah, they're not really correct. Yeah, but that's... Always with the suit, Oxford shoes. What are Oxford you shoes? could wear brogues, but if you want to be more... I know that film, Kingsman, going, who always brogues with a suit? Well, please let's remember that's a film written by Sam Upstart. It's not the gospel. Uh, that film was written by Jonathan Ross's wife, actually. Well, fine. Um, QED. Um, so, thus, it should just be uh, an, a sort of plain Oxford. What's an Oxford shoe? Well, it, it basically, imagine a brogue, but without the holes in it. Ah, oh, right, like a pointy shoe. Not a pointy... No, please never wear a pointy shoe. Oh, what's a pointy shoe You're not shoe an elf. It should be a rounded toe. You're not a, you're not a member at Kooks. What is, what's a pointy shoe called? Um, a shit, disaster. Shit kickers. No, what do they call them? Oh, uh, oh uh, winkle pickers. Winkle pickers, not shit kickers. That's the one, yeah. Um, right, OK, so that's your advice on that. I, I mean, dressing... I mean, a lot of people have different interpretations. I mean, smart for me is sort of at least black tie, if mm-hmm. not white tie, or morning dress, depending on if it's evening or, or daytime. I was once asked to go to a... a I was speaking at a, a landmine charity event, and I had left my... This was several years ago, and I realised coming up to the event that my dinner jacket was in... Uh, with my parents. So anyway, coincidentally, they were coming up a few days later, so I was like, OK not an issue I'll ask them to bring it up they brought it up in the suit carrier they handed it over to me and then on the afternoon before the event I went to change into it and they had brought up my brothers 
who is shorter than me, uh, dinner jacket. <sighs> oh, this is a disaster for someone like you, isn't it? And this was with like an hour and a half to go. There was not. This was the shops had closed. Yeah, I had to drive to get to this event, and the trousers I ever just about got away with. I wore them quite low, like you would. I didn't wear them like I would. Were your bollocks in your stomach? And hello. The, <laughs> Welcome, I'm William Hansen. The, Were they that tight? <laughs> Were they? The, uh, the arms. If I had my arms by the side, it was ridiculous. But if I sort of held my arms cocked at my waist, then it was, uh, it was fine. And I just, so for the whole evening, I sort of held my arms in a, in a patrician fashion. Yeah, it, it doesn't look good. I bet you were fuming, weren't you? I was written. I phoned my mother and she just laughed down the phone. Did she? She didn't know what to do. She just I, laughed in my face. I know someone like that, really. And especially if you're an etiquette expert, you've got to look. Exactly. Yeah. It's, the, it's the pressure. There was something else I wanted to ask you about shoes and ties. Oh, this was another one. Uh, right, two things you've told me recently that I've stuck to. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse Don't me. Don't turn up. You told me this recently. Uh, bottom button of waistcoat should always be undone Correct. if you're dressing to impress. Yes. Which is what this Well, the gist of your dressing. Yeah. Why is the bottom button undone on your waistcoat? Again, that goes back to Edward VII. He was so fat, basically, his uh, courtiers, the people in the court, uh, decided that in order to make him feel better, they would not do up their bottom button because Edward VII couldn't do up his, and so it became the etiquette to not do up your bottom button. So because of some fat king that was smashing McDonald's 200 years ago... I don't think they had McDonald's then. We now have our waistcoat bottom buttons undone. Yes, and so all tailors basically changed the cut of jackets so that, that it would sort of right. help. Another thing you told me... Mm-hmm. Um, ...that I've done, and this is very in at the moment, because if you're going next and Moss Bros... Yeah, there's two shops I don't really go in. Um, you don't, and if you're listening now, you'll be shocked by this because it's very in at the moment. You don't have a matching tie with matching, <gasps> what's it called? Not napkin? Um, napkin? Pocket square. It's pocket square. Because I have so many matching ties and pocket squares that I've worn with suits, and you'd be like, don't do that. No. Really? It's not supposed to match. So you, you, your pocket square is not meant to match with your... Now, because you've told me that, I just have a white pocket square. Yeah, white, white, white pocket squares or top pocket handkerchiefs go pretty much with anything. Yeah. Um, although don't wear them in China because white is an offensive colour. Oh. Repres- well, it's not offensive. It why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't they match? Death. I think some of them look smart. Because that's twee. What do you mean? Well, a bit sort of naff. Oh, I think it looks smart. Um, what do you think of like skinny fit and slim fit suits? Um, I don't like skinny fit no? suits. I mean, tailored is fine. That's mm. If you've got the build for it, that's fine. A lot of people make the mistake, especially... I'm, going to be honest here, a lot of larger people make the mistake of, oh, I'll wear tailored or skinny fix, it'll make me look slimmer. It doesn't. I've done that in my, in my bigger days. Mm. I mean, I've shifted a bit of weight recently, but yeah, I've looked at some pictures and I'm like, mm. Yeah, it d- doesn't work like that. It looks like my arse is eating back end of my suit, to be fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> being blunt. I'll tell you what else coming in at the moment. Yeah. Double-breasted suits are back in, like Jacob Rees-Mogg. Uh, yes, double breasted suits. They're coming back in, yeah. and I've got a another another uh, one that's coming back in is Prince Charles check, Prince of Wales check, Prince of Wales check. That's coming back in as well. Right. Yeah. Should we have a little sartorial break? A what break? We're just having a break. Okay. Break from you. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So we know that today's questions and dilemmas are all about dressing to impress. Oh, you scrub up well. I bet no one's ever said that to you, have they? Uh, no. Someone the other day came up to me and said... Um, Oh, I like your tie. Where's it from? And I said, uh, it's MS. And they went, MS? Like, no. I can assure you, though, it's an entirely different world. MS. That's the one I called Herms, isn't it? The first one here is from Zoe. Zoe! Last week, I went to my cousin's birthday party wearing my Primani best. <laughs> I felt fantastic. The issue is, when people ask me where I bought my outfit, I felt embarrassed to just admit I went cheap. Buying new dresses all the time is too expensive. Yep. Should I just tell them the truth? Zoe, I can relate with you here. I've got quite a few bits and bobs from Primarni. I've got a nice jacket from Primarni. Do you know what my uh, top tip is? Just take out the label. There's a little label in that says... Well, no, 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 that's not, that's not the issue, though. The issue is then when someone says, where did you get that from? Do you go, oh, it's Gucci, when it's actually Topshop? Yeah, I just say I got it. Oh, I got it in town. Or I, just, I got it from catalogue. Oh, don't say that. Why? I got it from a catalogue. Why? No. I think you could be honest. It, I want to be... It's rude for them to ask you. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, I always say... You should never ask someone, unless oh. they're your best friend. You never ask somebody. If they look good, they look good. You say, oh, gosh, I love your dress. And that's the end of that. Oh, I'd say that. Like, oh, I like your shirt. Where did you get it from? No. We were on, I were on a bus once with my mum. And she went, here, old this. And she went, excuse me, where did you get that maxi dress from? It's bloody lovely. And that was on a bus. Why were you wearing a maxi dress? I weren't wearing a maxi dress. I was sat next to mum and a girl got on with a maxi dress on. A girl got on a maxi dress on a bus? Yeah. Well, that says it all, doesn't it? Number three to Preston. Um, 
This next question is from Cyan. Oh, Sean, sorry. This is an issue for women... <laughs> you sorry. dick. That's something I do. This is an issue for women, and their dresses especially, but will be similar for men in expensive suits or shirts. I often buy standout dresses for big events. They cost me a lot, but I'm happy as I think I look nice. So I'm happy to make the investment. With social media, however, being so rife, once you have worn it, it feels like you can never get away with wearing it again, as people will recognise it, and you might look common. Is there an etiquette to re-wearing dresses and suits at formal events? I'm running out of dress money. Um, yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult, that, and especially... I mean, you, you won't necessarily know this, because you're radio and you've only done television once and haven't been asked back to date, but when, when you do... <laughs> When you do TV, it's very hard to... Because also, on TV, you can't wear everything that you have at home. Because if it's got a a very thin, narrow stripe or it's Mm chequered, you can't wear that on TV because it makes the camera strobe. So that rules out at least 50% of your wardrobe. So I find it very difficult... This real man of the... Well, quite. Real man of the people here. So... Slight confession, I hope no retailers are listening, but I have been known on occasion (gasps) to go in and buy things, not take the labels off, wear it on TV and then take it back the next day. Because it's only on TV for about... You're only wearing it for about 20 minutes. I can't believe you've admitted that. However, a lot of people that work on TV get all the clothes for free. free, I have watched... I I can remember watching a chat show recently. Well, (laughs) no, I say recently, several years ago. It's one that isn't on currently. And the host sort of did a welcome gesture and sort of swooped his arm so his jacket came out and you could see the tag. And that was a very well-known chat show host. Not the one that everyone will think of, not him. Graham Norton? No. Jonathan Ross? No. We're not going down this route. Was it Gino and Mel? No, that's not a chat show. <laughs> Was it Alan Carr? I'm not saying. And you, yes. And you saw, <laughs> and you saw it. Was and it? It's fine, because I know it goes on, it's TV. You're, if, especially oh, with him. Oh, do they have to give them back after they've worn them? Yeah, generally you get people, all the, all the outfits. If you're on an ITV daytime show mm-hmm. as the talent you get all your outfits done for you because actually it's a huge pressure to, to work out what to wear, what fits I you. I know. Holly never wears the same dress on this morning, does she? Very rarely. Uh. Mm. And when uh, when Kate did it, the Duchess of Cornwall. The Duchess of Cambridge. The Duchess of Cambridge. She got criticised because she basically just wore the same dress and put a jacket over it. Oh, I know. She can't win. Because if, if if she wears different dresses, it's, oh, well, how spendy, how spendy. And if she wears the same dress, it's like, oh, how, you know. Oh. Sean, what I'm saying is, yeah, look, it's fine to do this. Mix things up, OK? Uh, try try to keep pictures off Facebook if you're going to wear some at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you don't have to. It, the event has actually happened, regardless of whether there's a social media post about I've it. I've got a grey suit that I wore to a wedding. I was at an awards do a, uh, a few months later. I wore the grey jacket, white shirt, black trousers. Mixed it up a bit. Hmm. What do you think of that? And just mix it up. Put a little, I don't know, put a belt round your dress. That's what God could do. Get you. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to God? Why did you never hear from him anymore? He's on this morning. Uh, is he on this morning? As long as you don't tell us how to look good naked, we'll be fine. I mean, how do you look good naked? For your case, turn the lights off. Oh, God, I don't tell me about it. I scare myself sometimes. 
Um, this question is from Chris. My flatmate is a solicitor and invited me as her plus one to her work's drinks. The dress code said lounge suits. I hate suits, so I rocked up in my light grey jacket and chinos. No tie. Everyone stared at me like I had the plague. They were in dark suits and ties. No one really spoke to me. So what happened? What's a lounge suit? Like, just a business suit. I thought that would be like what you're lounging. Your, your joggers and that. Uh, no. A hoodie. What do you sit in in house? Do you like have comfies that you put on? Oh yes, I have a, a pair of sort of um, lounge chinos and lounge sort of a shirt. chinos. Do you not have any joggers? Do you not have a jog? Do you not have any joggers? And yeah, a ho- I do for when I, I'm exercising. No, like joggers and a hoodie were like loads of stains all. On I did. Them. I did. I have to say, I do have one hoodie. Although I haven't worn it for years, which I had from school because we were all given like house hoodies, and oh, sure. they all put our, our school nicknames on the back. And as we have discussed in the past, my nickname at school was Bacon. And in Manchester, when I first oh, there, here comes Bacon. In Manchester, when I first lived there, I lived in uh, quite a Jewish area, and I can remember going to buy some milk in the shop, and of course I didn't realise why people were giving me funny looks and it's because I was wearing a hoodie that said bacon on the back of it. I have never seen you in a hoodie. No, well it was literally, I I think I was basically ill and I was wearing it for warmth. Do you not get like, get home, put your joggers on, put your big hoodie on. I've got an old, and, and, and I I relax, I I get home, I take off my tie. I've got a hoodie, I reckon it's got that many stains in that and if you put it under the microscope it'd probably move. Yeah, well, could you not wash it? Anyway, we need to answer. Um, yeah, Chris, Chris was going to. Okay, it was a. It was his flatmate's event. She is a solicitor. Solicitor is a formal professional service job, and because of that, he should have worn a suit. Now, if he didn't have a suit, he should have told his flatmate, and probably not gone. To be perfectly honest, because uh, a jacket and chinos is not a lounge suit. That is, you're going in one level below. And you will stand out because people. It's so interesting when I when I talk to groups all over in sort of a ne- especially when I go to networking events and I basically interrupt the networking event to do my presentation. And it, nine times out of ten proves itself right. People talk to people that look like them. So you have women wearing makeup talking to women wearing makeup. You have women not wearing makeup talking to women not wearing makeup. You have men in suits and ties talking to men with suits and ties. You have men wearing suits but no ties, talking to men with suits but no ties. It is always the case. And then Jordan North in the corner on his own, serving the drinks. And so you always you always get it because it's we are we are attracted to people who look like us. So if you want to integrate with people at an event, basically follow the dress code, look like them, look like one of them, and you have more chance of people talking to you. So what would you do if you turned up to an event underdressed? I probably just wouldn't go in. Because there's no one will talk to you. We've just been for um, lunch before here. Yes, we had a coffee, and I and I hate it when you want to meet in this restaurant because it's cafe. It's really posh. Fifteen quid for a pissing salad as well, right? Mm. And I said to you, I'm underdressed, and I felt uncomfortable in there. But it's fine because we put you underneath the table and we couldn't see you. Yeah, I wonder half. why you put me in the corner. There's nothing worse than feeling underdressed. But also, you did know that we were going to that specific place. Yes. And you, still, you chose to wear what you but did. But I got up late and... That's not an excuse. Set your alarm five minutes earlier. Next question. Next question. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben, who on earth has written this? Uh, what? Hang on. Sorry, this is a this is a two-talent podcast, not three. Producer Ben? Has he edited this to have his name? No, fixed? he's getting too big for his boots, this lad. He needs, he needs his feet on the ground, doesn't he? P- 
for Ben. In the past, I have had a few body image problems. I used to feel extremely negatively about myself, but in the last year or so, I have been able to mostly overcome that. In fact, I feel very positive about myself now. My problem is the what and the how I managed to overcome my body image problems by wearing budgie smugglers. <laughs> Love that word. <laughs> I absolutely love budgie smugglers. <laughs> they have quirky and funny designs. They're great for swimming, and I think of them as a statement about myself. <laughs> Most of my mates and the women I have dated find it extremely off-putting. So he wears them like every day. Oh my god! He wears budgie smugglers. How do I convince people that I'm truly making a confident statement about my body, as well as not taking myself too seriously? <laughs> Rather than appearing to be a pervert in a banana hammock. <laughs> All the love from Denmark, Thomas. Brilliant, Thomas. Um, I don't know if he wears his budgie. Is he saying he wears his budgie smugglers as underwear? Because um, budgies. No, is he saying swimming trunks, budgie smugglers? Why would you wear. I mean, Unless why you're would you a wear, lifeguard, why are you wearing them? I mean, why would you wear budgie smugglers to go swimming in, to be fair? Yeah. Um. Um, um, and I, I would say, Thomas, I'm sorry, and maybe things are different in Denmark, but I would, if you're confident about your body, if you have a nice body, personally, I don't feel there's much need to show it off. Not in public, anyway. In your own personal life, with the curtains closed, you do what you like. But in public, I think you need to wear something a bit more and suitable. Don't go on dates with girls and be like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm wearing budgie smugglers, because that's just fucking weird. Um... No, if you want to wear budgie smugglers to go swimming in, mm, at a push. So, have you learned anything from this podcast? Um, the budgie smugglers is the funniest word ever. And, yeah, just to impress... Never ask somebody where something came from. Okay. That's what I'd say. Never ask someone where... And always kind of overdress, I suppose, because then you can... You... Yeah, go, go to an event in a suit with a tie, if you're a gentleman, for example. If you turn up, not everyone's wearing ties... But you can take your tie off. Mm. Very hard to do it the other way around. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, I hope we've answered your questions about dressing to impress. But if there's anything else that you want to help with, you can tweet us uh, or go onto our Instagram. Both are at sexedmyboss. You can email us, of course, uh, because next week's episode is all about email. Yes. Yeah, so so we... how appropriate if you emailed us. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, which is sextedmyboss.com. And remember, if you like the podcast, share the G&D of love with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Next week's episode is all about emails. So if you've got any questions or dilemmas about emails, email us or get in touch on Twitter. Just get in touch and we will, we will offer our advice. I'm off to smuggle a bungee. <laughs> <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts.
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>